Greek Hong Kong. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories: shops close as people prepare for the worst ahead of today's protests. A legislator warns Beijing will continue to make the same mistakes if it ignores the diverse opinions, and a deadly storm wreaks havoc among China's east coast. Hong Kong is bracing for another round of protests today, despite an appeals board's an appeal board's ban on marches in Samseipo and in North Point on Hong Kong Island. Police said their decision to object to the marches was not politically motivated. Despite rejecting the Hong Kong Island march, police have given permission for a rally in Victoria Park this afternoon. Alex Price reports. In Sham Shui Po, many shops are closed, some with notices on the shutters saying do not hit. The owners of some other shops that have stayed open say they may close in the afternoon if things get too rowdy as they worry people may be injured. Rubbish bins in the area have been chained to railings, while large water barriers have been placed around Sham Shui Po police station. The station was besieged by an angry crowd on Tuesday night following the arrest of Baptist University student union leader Keith Fong. He was arrested by plainclothes officers after buying 10 ladies pointers from a shop in the district. Mr Fong was released without charge just under two days later. The preparations for today's protests come after another night of unrest that saw police and demonstrators engaged in a cat-and-mouse chase across the city. At least 16 people were arrested on suspicion of illegal assembly, possessing offensive weapons and assaulting police officers. Over two months of protests, sparked by the government's attempt to allow extradition to the mainland, have broadened into calls for political reform and investigation into allegations of police brutality. Protesters are continuing a sit-in protest at the airport. In the arrival hall, many of them wearing face masks set up a so-called Lenin wall by cardboards to let people to express themselves by posting notes. Some protesters also wrote their demands on placards in different languages to explain their actions to foreign visitors. The three-day sit-in protest started on Friday. Meanwhile, Beijing's ambassador to the European Union, Zhang Ming, warned that the protests couldn't continue as they have done. Hong Kong is part of China. The Chinese people would not allow the situation to get out of control. Some people are acting very dangerously. They are violating the basic law. They are playing fire. Pro-democracy lawmaker Charles Mock has warned that Beijing is set to repeat the same mistakes it made since the handover in dealing with the political fallout from the extradition saga. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, he said the central government was only selectively listening to opinions and choosing its own views based on a misguided fear and mistrust of Hong Kong's core values. He said if the protest movement is put down, it will come at a great cost to the SAR's economy and image as an international city and financial center. If Beijing continues to put politics above our economic and social well-being, even if they get away with it for the time being. Freedom and justice will prevail in the long run. Beijing can choose to be on the right or wrong side of history. It is their choice. Hong Kong people have spoken. Hong Kong's member of the National People's Congress Standing Committee, Tam Yu Jong, says people would be glorifying and rationalizing violence if they sympathize or tolerate the extreme violent acts of some protesters. Speaking on commercial radio, Mr. Tam said he doesn't want to see the PLA deployed to handle the demonstrations. However, he also believes central government can't turn a blind eye if things get out of control. 
He said national laws can be applied here directly without going through a local legislative process, if Beijing deems the city is in a state of emergency. A powerful typhoon that struck the mainland coast near Shanghai is now known to have killed at least 28 people. More than a million have had to leave their homes. The BBC's Stephen McDonnell reports. Typhoon Lakey Ma has wreaked havoc in southeastern China. Rescue teams are struggling through surging muddy water to reach those trapped by fallen debris. People were killed in Wenzhou after a landslide blocked a mountain river, creating a temporary dam which then burst, flooding communities downstream. The typhoon hit Zhejiang province to the south of Shanghai, forcing more than a million people from their homes. North Korea has threatened to stop talking to South Korea unless the South stops conducting military exercises with the United States. The latest round of the regular exercises is now underway, and a statement from the foreign ministry in Pyongyang accused Seoul of defiantly staging an aggressive war exercise. It said contact between the two Koreas would be difficult unless the South could give a plausible explanation for its activity. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The U.S. Justice Department and the FBI are to investigate the circumstances of the apparent suicide of the disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein. The Attorney General William Barr said there were serious questions that must be answered over Epstein's death in prison while awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. From New York, here's the BBC's Nada Taufik. For decades, Epstein faced allegations that he sexually assaulted young girls, who he hired to give him and other wealthy men massages. He avoided federal criminal charges in 2008 in a widely criticized plea deal that is now under investigation by the Department of Justice. He was arrested again this July and charged in New York with sex trafficking. Epstein was found unresponsive on the floor of his prison cell in Manhattan early this morning. Many are questioning how he could have taken his own life, and the FBI is investigating. Just over two weeks ago, he was found semi-conscious and crying with injuries around his neck. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has announced plans to create 10,000 new prison places and to expand police powers to stop and search anyone they suspect may potentially commit a crime. The Prime Minister said he was determined to tackle rising levels of knife crime on Britain's streets. He also announced tougher sentences for violent criminals. The opposition Labour Party has accused the Conservatives of trying to appear tough rather than dealing with the root causes of crime. The Shadow Home Secretary Diane Abbott said extending stop-and-search powers over the summer would cause more unrest rather than reduce violence. Sport defending champions Manchester City started the season in style with a convincing 5-0 win over West Ham in London. The game was notable for Raheem Sterling's hat trick, as well as the first Premier League goal ever to be ruled out by the video replay system or VAR. Manager Pep Guardiola says that should be a learning experience for his side. You have to be mentally strong when the VAR is not in our sight, in the non-decision. You are thinking, okay, 0-3, the game is almost over. And after that, it's 0-2, and Eddie has to make an incredible save for 1-2. And the game is completely different. And in that period, when you are celebrating 0-3-2, you have to be calm and be strong. Because uh, it's going to, many things going to change the dynamic, no? the, the mood, not just the team, the spectators. The spectators were quiet, and after 0 3, 0 2, the, 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 you know, the spectators become, oh, we can do it. And it will be a good lesson for our, for our future. But it's, it's where it is. 
In the late game, Tottenham came from behind to beat newly promoted Aston Villa 3-1. The other newly promoted team, Sheffield United, had a better start to the season, grabbing a last-ditch equaliser to earn a point at Bournemouth. Fittingly, it was veteran striker Billy Sharp who grabbed the late goal for the team he supported all his life. This is what he had to say about it. It's what I dreamt of last night, you know, hoping the boys can put in a good performance and I just wanted to get on the pitch trying to help the, the football club out and uh, like I said, I'm the lucky one today who's, who's managed to get the goal in the in the net but um, I'm very proud of the boys today to get Sheffield United a point, a, a good place, a good team like Bournemouth. Um, credit to the manager again, he's um, left three strikers on uh, away from home, we had nothing to lose in the end and we just put, put bodies in the box and we've managed to create something, like I say, I'm just the lucky one and uh, delighted one today to, to help the team out. There were also wins for Burnley and Brighton, while Crystal Palace drew nil-nil with Everton. Rugby Union, South Africa have claimed their first ever title in the Rugby Championship, the premier competition for Southern Hemisphere teams. Andre Pollard scored 31 points at the Springboks as the Springboks thrashed Argentina 46-13. Earlier in the day, Australia beat world champions New Zealand 47-26, which gave the Wallabies second place in the competition. Athletics, one of the most famous names in hurdles, is hang hanging up her spikes. Australia's Sally Pearson, who won two world championships and an Olympic gold in the 100-meter hurdles, says she's finally succumbed to injuries that have plagued her for at least seven years. There's only so much you can take. It's, it's, it's a grueling sport and it's really punishing. And I found myself you know, grabbing evidence to give me excuses to retire rather than trying to grab onto evidence to allow me to keep going and finding a way. And there's only so many times that I can keep finding a way to get back. And there's only so much mentally I can take. And at the moment, there's only so much physically I can take as well. And I just got to a point where I was fed up and I couldn't do it anymore. To end the news, our top stories once again, shops close as people prepare for the worst ahead of today's protests. A legislator warns Beijing will continue to make the same mistakes if it ignores the diverse opinions. And a deadly storm wreaks havoc along China's east coast. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.